0: There are many foods in the world. I say it very matter of fact. And I just want to introduce you to one food today. It is called saffron. I don't know if you ever know, right? Saffron is a spice that came from ancient Greece and has been used for consumption, health purposes, and coloring. When you get yellow rice, whether it's Persian kubideh, that's my favourite Persian dish, or Spanish apayala, saffron is the spice that makes the white rice go yellow. But not only does saffron have this amazing taste and colouring property, there are actually many health benefits to saffron, whether it be in food, tea or even herbal medicine. Few examples of this is it's a powerful antioxidant and it protects cells in your body. It can improve mood and treat depression. It can reduce PMS symptoms and it can reduce appetite and aid weight loss. It's a pretty amazing spice, right? It's amazing food. Imagine if we all had more saffron in our lives, our bodies would be healthier our minds would be fresher, and our wives would be less cranky. That's what saffron can do. So the question is, why don't we all eat saffron? Why is saffron not a part of your diet? Because it's this. One kilogram of saffron, the good stuff, is over 10,000 US dollars. One kilogram. You can go to Woolworths and buy saffron. You can buy a 100 milligrams, which is one-tenth of a gram, and that's $13 at Woolworths. It is the most expensive spice in the world. It is actually kilo to kilo more expensive than gold. That's what saffron is. Now, I'll get back to why I introduced saffron in a little while. We're in the book of Proverbs, And Proverbs talks about wisdom and the importance of wisdom in our lives. Last week, we kicked off by looking at the question, where can we find wisdom? Where can we find wisdom? And we found that wisdom begins with the fear of the Lord. The fear, the reverence, and the respect that we have of the Creator God. And when we recognize that that's who God is, that's the starting point of all wisdom. Now, today we're going to look at what are the benefits of wisdom? What, what, what do we get out of wisdom by pursuing wisdom? And primarily, we're going to be in Proverbs chapter 2 and 4, 2, two 4 I mean, but I'm going to list five benefits of wisdom as Scripture shows us. The first benefit of wisdom is this. We receive clear guidance from God. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 reads this. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and in all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. The first benefit of wisdom is that we have clear guidance from God. When we trust God, when we don't lean on our own understanding, when we submit our ways to Him, God, not us, God will make our paths straight. So many times in our lives, we think that it's our job and we think it's the best thing for us to work out the path of our life. Isn't that the truth? What should I do tomorrow? What kind of a career should I pursue? Who should I marry? And we spend hours and days and weeks and months and sometimes even years planning out our lives. But what if someone said to you, hey, I know a guy, he actually knows the future. He knows everything about you. He knows everything about creation and he can actually plan your life. He can actually give you the best life that you can live. What would you do? You'd say, hey, sign me up. That's who God is. God, the creator of the universe, who knows the past, present, and future. What this scripture tells us is, hey, trust him and he'll give you that path. He'll give you that way. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that take the stress and anxiety out of our lives? That's the first benefit of wisdom. Secondly, the second benefit of wisdom that we see is that we receive God's divine protection. Now, wisdom provides us protection, but protection from who? And there are three different groups that we see uh, we receive protection from. Number one, wicked people. Wicked people. We're having some tech difficulties. You, you, everyone here is calm. The box inside, it's going crazy at the moment. Just ignore them. It's okay. Wicked people. Proverbs 2, 12 to 15. Wisdom will save you from the ways of wicked men, from men whose words are perverse, who have left the straight paths to walk in dark ways, who delight in doing wrong and rejoice in the perverseness of evil, whose paths are crooked and who are devious in their ways. Friends, don't be naive. There are wicked people in this world. There are wicked people in this world that will and want to take advantage of you and of your life. And what scripture tells us is that wisdom can actually save you from those wicked people. But it's not just wicked people. Secondly, wisdom protects us from temptations. Verse 16 to 18 in chapter 2. Wisdom will save you also from the adulterous woman from the wayward woman with her seductive words who has left the partner of her youth and ignored the covenant she made before God. Surely her house leads down to death and her paths to the spirits of the dead. Not only does wisdom protect you from anyone that wants to harm you, but scripture tells us that wisdom will also protect you from anyone that wants to tempt you or distract you as well. That's great. Number three, so wicked people, temptation and distractions. The third one, wisdom provides us protection from ourselves. Uh, Proverbs chapter 28, verse 26, those who trust in themselves are what? A fools. But those who walk in ways of wisdom are kept safe. Honestly, for most of us, for most of us, our greatest enemy is not wicked people. Our greatest enemy is not temptation or distraction, but our greatest enemy is actually inside of ourselves. The wickedness and the evil that exists inside of us, the selfishness and the self-absorption, these will end up harming us. But in the same way, wisdom protects us from wicked people and from temptations. Wisdom can also protect us from ourselves, from our feelings and our thoughts. It can fight against any impulse decisions that we're making or any poor judgment calls in our lives. Things like, do I really need to buy this new TV? Do I really want to consume this substance? Do I really want to reply this text message the way that I've written? I know for me, this is the greatest thing that I need protection from. It's not wicked people. It's not temptations of the world. It's just me. I need protection from me. And wisdom provides divine protection. Thirdly, wisdom... Provides us a good self image. Proverbs chapter three, verse seven. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. Verse 21 and 22. My son, do not let wisdom and understanding out of your sight. Preserve sound judgment and discretion. They will be life for you and ornament to grace your neck. Another benefit that we have in wisdom. In pursuing wisdom is that we can gain a good self-image or another way to say it is self-awareness. One of the greatest issues that we face in our, in our generation is we are overloaded with information. We have so much information and we are exposed to so much and it is so accessible you know, back in the day, you didn't know what your neighbor was wearing or doing or eating or listening to. And now you do with the click of a button. And within all of this information, the problem with that is we end up losing ourselves. We end up losing who we are. We don't know who we are. Now, there's two extremes of this. Two extremes of not knowing yourself. Number one, you can undervalue yourself you can be you can have low self esteem low confidence and you feel down about who you are and everyone else is better and everyone else is doing better and everyone else is earning more and i'm not enough i'm not good enough so that's one extreme that we're undervaluing ourselves but the over the other extreme is that we overvalue ourselves and we think that we all can be rich and famous and we can all be the next pop star. We can all be K-pop idols. That's what the millennials are, right? I was telling this story in the morning. I went to a high school camp and, and, and to speak and, and one of the sessions was they had a talent show, a talent quest. And so, you know, back when, back when I was in high school, if they ever had a talent quest, no one signed up. Because in my generation, we're the undervalued generation. We're the low self-esteem generation, right? And so if you had a talent quest, no one would sign up. And if someone signed up, everyone would be very cynical about what they are, right? But this generation, everyone signs up. Everyone thinks they can dance. Everyone thinks that they can be the Australian idol. And I remember sitting there through an hour and a half, and I just kept thinking, I think they've forgotten what this thing's called. It's called talent Show, Because there was barely any talent to show. But these kids are up there. I kid you not, I have never heard someone be able to sing the melody and the harmony with one voice. It was amazing. Right? I never knew what interpretive dance was until I saw it. Right? This is the overvalue generation. See, it's a problem on both extremes. If you undervalue yourself, you don't know who you are. But if you overvalue yourself, once again, you don't know who you are. But one of the pursuits, one of the benefits that we have of the pursuit of wisdom is that we get a good self-awareness, we get a good self-image, we get to see ourselves properly through the eyes of God. And even, and even in tough times, even when we're going through hard seasons. Wisdom allows us to have the right perspective to understand who we are. I'll give you an example, Proverbs 3, 11 to 12. My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline and do not resent his rebuke because the Lord disciplines those he loves as a father, the son he delights in. See, a lot of the time when we're going through tough times, suffering, hardship, a lot of time people are asking, God, why are you doing this to me? God, why do you hate me? God, why are you punishing me? But actually, when we pursue wisdom through God, we actually see that it's not God punishing you because he hates you. It's discipline because the Father loves you. And so we start to change the way we see ourselves. We start to change the way we view the seasons that we're in. We get to have a right self-image of ourselves, and that is another benefit of wisdom. Number four, a whole person prosperity. Proverbs chapter 2, 7, he holds success in store for the upright. Chapter 3, verse 1 and 2, "'My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity.'" Uh, Chapter 3, verse 16, long life is in her right hand, in her left hand are riches and honour. The word prosperity is getting a bad rap in Christianity because there are some churches that have manipulated the word prosperity and made it more than what it actually is. But if we actually look at the word prosperity, it means a state of being successful and thriving. If you are uh, enjoying a, a season of prosperity, it means that you're doing well. And can I tell you, wisdom can provide prosperity in your life. And it's not just about finances. We can experience prosperity and joy in our relationships. We can experience prosperity in our jobs, in our careers. We can experience prosperity in our families. Prosperity is all about being fully satisfied and fulfilled in our lives. And when we seek wisdom, Scripture actually says that we can gain prosperity. It's a great thing to be prosperous. Finally, a benefit of wisdom, good health and a long life. 3.16 again, long life is in her right hand, in her left hand are riches and honor. Proverbs 3.7 and 8, do not be wise in your own eyes, fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Proverbs 3.24, when you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. I nearly cried when I read that verse. I'm so sleep deprived. I'm so tired right now. I need some sweet sleep. Chapter 4, verse 22, for they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. Good health and a long life. Where do we get that from? Vitamins. Scripture tells us wisdom. When you pursue wisdom, when you attain wisdom, you actually gain health and long life. One element of good health is good rest. But not just physical rest, but good mental health as well. And the benefit of good health is long life. It kind of all makes sense. We're going to go through Proverbs. And sometimes the Proverbs are actually going to say things that are like dead set, like just pretty obvious, right? I was thinking about a very um, practical example of this, right? And as I was typing this out, I, was, I had to have some lunch And I'm like, what's a practical example of using wisdom for the sake of good health as I was making my lunch and considering should I have noodles, instant noodles, or should I have salad? Should I have instant noodles or should I have salad? And I realized, ah, if I'm wise, I'll eat the salad. And if I eat salad, I'll live longer makes sense, right? It's pretty obvious. But then if you, you know, I ate the noodles, but I'm just (laughs) because, you know, I'm still struggling with wisdom, you know, but it's kind of obvious. It kind of makes sense if you really just think about it, right? So the five benefits of wisdom, right? What are they? Go back in my notes. Five benefits of wisdom. Number one, Clear guidance from God. Number two, God's divine protection. Number three, good self-image. Number four, whole person prosperity. Number five, good health and long life. They're amazing. Don't you want all of those things a part of your life? Here's the question, right? Here's the question. If these things are so good, if the benefits of wisdom are so good, why don't we all pursue it? Long life, who doesn't want long life? Who doesn't want guidance? Who doesn't want prosperity? Who doesn't want, you know, good health? But if if the scriptures tell us, if the Bible's telling us, hey, these are the benefits of wisdom, why don't we pursue it? Let me give you some scripture. Proverbs eight, ten and eleven. Choose my instruction instead of silver, knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is more precious than rubies, and nothing you desire can compare with her. Proverbs four seven, the beginning of wisdom is this get wisdom. Though it costs all you have, get understanding. Proverbs three fourteen, for her proceeds are better than the profits of silver, and her gain than fine gold. Do you know why we don't pursue wisdom? It's because we don't believe in its value compared to what you already have. See, that's why we don't have saffron sandwiches and saffron salads and saffron soup. Because even though it's got all of these health benefits, right, right? You're not going to go out and buy 50 kilograms of saffron. That's half a million dollars. You can buy a house in Brisbane, not in Sydney. The reason why we don't pursue wisdom is because there is a cost and we're not willing to pay the cost because what we have to pay, we think, is worth more. And wisdom. For the same reason, people don't pursue God. Because ultimately, in their heart of hearts, they don't believe that God is worth it. The irony of our situation is this we don't pursue wisdom because we're not wise. If we were wise, we would pursue wisdom. But we don't. We don't have the fear of God. We don't respect God. We don't have the reverence of God because there is something else that is more valuable in your eyes. We think that who we are, what we have, the way we think, and especially what the world has to offer is better than who God is and who God says he is. That's why we don't pursue God. At the end of the day, we think that we're smarter than God. That's the bottom line. We think that we know better than God. And so instead of submitting ourselves to God and allowing Him to run and rule our lives, we do it for ourselves. We think that we can take better care of ourselves, that we know the plans and and the future for ourselves on our own effort and our own accord And that's why we don't trust God with our lives. God offers us everything we need. And yet we don't take it because we can't let go of what is in our hands. Because we value what we have. We value control. We value power. We value our money. And we don't believe that God says, hey, I can give you everything and more. The reason why we don't let go is because we don't trust that what God says is going to be true. His offer of eternal life, the forgiveness of our sins through the life, death and resurrection of his one and only son, Jesus is all on the table. The benefits, according to Scripture, are there black and white for all eternity, eternal life with God. And yet we see the majority of society walk away. We see the majority of society reject God. Why? Firstly, they don't think that they have a problem. They think their life is pretty good as it is. Secondly, they don't think that there's more to life than what we can see. We die, we die, that's it. And thirdly, even if they think that there's more to life, they don't believe that Jesus is the solution to their problem. They think, and this is what we see in many moralistic people, they think that they can do the right thing. They can earn their way, earn their favour back to God. And what do you think that's called? Wisdom or foolishness? Ancient Greek playwright Sophocles writes, wisdom outweighs any wealth. Wisdom outweighs any wealth. And this is the message of the book of Proverbs. That there is nothing more, nothing in this world that is more valuable than wisdom. There is nothing more valuable than to know God and to submit yourself to him. To live in the fear of the Lord is not restrictive as some might think. But is actually liberating. It's freeing. It's the best way to live our lives because it's the wisest way. To live our lives. The benefits are black and white. The benefits are all there. And the choice is before you. It's just a question of whether you think that the benefits of wisdom are worth what you have. Right now. And I'm telling you, there is nothing in this world that comes even close to what God has to offer. So the question is, what will you choose? Will you choose to do your thing? To remain the God of your own universe? To be wise only in your eyes? To do things based on your experience? Or... Will you trust God? Will you submit your life to Him? Lean not on your own understanding, but let God, let God make your life straight, your path straight. And my prayer is that you will choose wisdom, that you will choose God this evening, because I promise you, whatever you have planned, He has so much more and I pray that blessing of prosperity over your life today let's pray